Welcome to the Inspire to Invest podcast, where we're sharing stories from real estate investors and how investing has changed their lives. This episode of Inspire to Invest has been brought to you by Honeybee Development Group and Synergy Mastermind. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Inspired to Invest. We have an amazing guest today named Zach Wilms. He's a full-time realtor and real estate investor, and he started investing at a very young age, and he's literally tried just about every single real estate investing strategy out there. So if you've got questions, I'm sure he's going to be the one to answer them for you. And fun fact, he spent nine months of last year traveling the world while still operating his business at home. And if you're looking for a fun vacation destination, he has a huge portfolio of short-term rentals and even a campground in Tobermory. So welcome, Zach. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show today. And obviously for our audience, thanks for tuning in. Um, Now, obviously I've shared a little bit about your background, but maybe we can tell, or you can tell us a little bit more about yourself in your own words. For sure. Well, Serena, thanks obviously for having me here. Super excited for this conversation. Um, You did a good summary of my bio. I would say, I guess you could start it back just where it all started with real estate, right? Before real estate, I was in the paramedic world. I was trying to get hired, right? Really in the medical space, didn't know too much about real estate. Um, and it all kind of started off with my friends all going off to college, starting to rent out those bedrooms. I went up there to visit them and quickly put some math together, figuring that everybody was paying $500 per room for these houses that honestly weren't that nice. And when the landlord's coming to pick up the checks and he's driving a brand new car, looking all fancy, I'm like, there's got to be something that they didn't teach me in school here <laughs> that I'm missing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's got to be something missing here. I don't know. Why did they not teach me this in school is my first thought. I'm like, yeah. you know, how did this landlord get all this money? How do you get the properties? And then obviously, you know, the brain just starts to get going, but yeah. that was kind of what kickstarted me to get into real estate right from the beginning. Yeah. That, that was actually one of my questions. What was that catalyst? So obviously you saw, you know, these circumstances and stuff like that. So how did you go then from, identifying this seems really lucrative to actually taking the pledge and getting started. Yeah, honestly, it was probably, you know, if somebody told me they wanted to get into real estate now, I would probably give them much different advice than what I did. Um, I really just started on realtor.ca. I just went back home. I lived in Hamilton at the time. So I just searched around McMaster thinking that obviously students want to live close. I found some listings and I just started cold calling realtors. I just called them up and said, hey, (laughs) I'm young but I want to buy a house and I want to rent it out to students. And I think, I think I must've called like 10 or 15 different realtors and only one person got back to me. He was the person wow. that ended up selling me my first house. That wow. one guy, he called me back and said, I own actually a couple student rentals. So he's like, I can help you out. I'm like, perfect. Wow. The done deal. He was kind of my first mentor. My first coach showed me around, helped me get into my first property. Yeah. Um, and it was right after that, that I obviously got pushed into more of the educational world and, Again, shout out to my mom. I've given her a couple of shout outs in the past. Aww. She heard Inspire on the radio, heard that Scott McGilvery was coming to town, heard that I could go to a f- two free hour seminar on real estate on a Saturday morning. And yeah. she signed me up. She gave me no choice. She's like, you're going It's two free hours on a Saturday and you got to hear what he has to say. And yeah. yeah, the rest is history. Since then, I was drinking the Kool-Aid and never looked back. <laughs> and so how many years ago was that? That would have been in late 2016. Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously Scott McGillivray, it sounds like him and his partner, they got their start with student rentals as well. Right. Cause same yep. thing, like they're spending that money and they actually ended up using their student loans, if I remember correctly, to invest in their first rental property and, you know, just kind of corner the market out in, I think it was Guelph. So it's pretty amazing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, they started with student rentals. I bought a student rental. I'm like, this is just must it's be the right thing be. for me to do. <laughs> it was meant to be right. It was meant to be. And they taught me yeah. a lot in those first two hours. I'll give them that. They so did you dive into it full time right then, or did it take you a little bit of time to kind of, you know, obviously it takes time to build up a portfolio, but can you talk yep. a little bit more about, you know, where exactly you were at? Like, were you done school? Like, were you still working? Like, did you end up going through to be the paramedic to kind of support your life while you're building? Yeah, I was. So when I went to Keyspire the very first time, I was still in school to be a paramedic. I was just about graduating early in the following year. Yeah. And after I graduated, I had sold that first property that I bought, realized that it wasn't that good of an investment property after all, thanks to what I learned, and ended up buying a duplex with the profits that I had from there. Then it was this weird, you know, kind of pivotal point in my life where I'm like, I'm graduated, I'm interviewing to be a paramedic, but my heart and everything about what I love is just getting dragged towards real estate. Yeah. Right? I find myself watching YouTube videos at night, reading books on real estate, and less and less and less studying for my yeah. paramedic exams. So yeah. it was that, that moment where it's like, you need to study for the exams to actually get hired. But everything in my body was telling me, like, just go down this real estate pathway, like, see what this is all about, and yeah. maybe not pursue that as hard. And it was my realtor at the time that said, Zach, you're young. You know, I was in my early, early 20s. She's like, why don't you think about going and getting your real estate license? Yeah. Like, maybe leave the paramedic world behind. It'll always yeah. be there. You've graduated. You got your diploma but maybe just see what real estate's all about because she could see my passion was in it. I was yeah. looking at numbers. I was sending her properties all the time. And she was really the one that kind of opened up my world uh, to being a real estate agent. And then yeah. after that, I was full-time, right? Full-time yeah. real estate investing, full-time real estate agent. And I had a property management business when I first started. So yeah, yeah anything and everything I mean, with real most estate. Most people obviously don't just jump right into it at that point. But I think sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And it takes that one person just to kind of shed perspective on, you know, what, what's out there and like how you can really yeah. get started. So yeah, that's amazing. I didn't actually know all of that with the paramedic stuff. And I'm sure with COVID, yeah. you're probably glad that you dodged that bullet. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's obviously exactly. wasn't the greatest time to be in emergency responder, I guess you could say that. Um, so I guess when you look now, you've obviously been investing for seven or eight years, what would you say has been your greatest success to date? And what made that so great for you? The greatest success, I think it's always a good question, right? I just think the greatest success is honestly just never giving up, right? It sounds cheesy, but it really is like, because there's so many issues that come up in real estate. There's so many challenges and different things you got to overcome. Yeah, I think the greatest success is just continually pushing forward and always waking up every single day and pushing that needle just the slightest bit forward, you know, looking for new properties, doing all like those small, boring tasks every yeah. day that end up leading to these really good results, right? Like that's why I can yeah. sit here today and say that I have built a good size portfolio because of all those small, boring little things that we did every single day. And honestly, just the continual education, right? Like going out there, always, always perfecting the craft, always meeting new people and networking yeah. and hearing different ideas, right? I joke about it in the bio where I say I've basically tried everything, yeah. right? It's like, we always say real estate's like the buffet, and I tried a little bit of everything to see, like, do I like this? Do I like this better? Yeah. And really just got a good scope of what all the different types of investing really looks like. Yeah. So you mentioned that, obviously, you're trying to identify what you like the most. So what would that be out of everything? 
I'd say now it's really the short-term rental space, the hospitality space. Yeah. My passion really is real estate. And then second is travel. Yeah. So I found the hospitality short-term rental is this perfect merge of the yeah. two things I love the most where I can actually host people and give them really good experiences. And, mm -hmm. you know, I get messages on Airbnb where people are coming up to my campground and they're coming up for their anniversary, right. Or different yeah. things or their honeymoon or something. And it's just like, it's the best feeling. Yeah. It's and those really, are always really the is. things that people remember, right? So you kind of know that you're having that impact on people's lives and exactly. this like, you know, deeply personal level, whether it's travel or real estate, when you're dealing with people's homes and their financial futures and stuff like that. Right. Now, obviously a lot of times people, you know, I say people outside of the investing community, oftentimes say, you know, real estate, it's so risky. And there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of fear, especially with the interest rates rising and, you know, the instability just out there right now. Um, yep. What would you say is probably your biggest lesson that you've had? And what was your biggest takeaway from that? The biggest lesson is you have to have really good people in your circle and really good team, right? And the reason why I say that is it's kind of tied to some challenges that I've had where I told you before, challenges are going to come up, right? And if you're by yourself and there's nobody that you have to support you, it's going to be super difficult to go through those challenges and you're really not going to know what to do. And it might get yeah. you discouraged. It might end up leaving the real estate business. So I think one of the most important lessons is really just take your time. Find your people that you can trust, that you can pick up the phone and call and ask them how to go through certain things. Yeah. Could be coaches, realtors, lawyers, accountants, right? You know, it just kind of makes up that entire power team that we like to talk about. Yeah, I'd say that's the most important lesson for people to do. Is don't go at it alone, right? Partnerships are a great thing. Lawyers are great. Everybody, you need them to help you really succeed in this business. Yeah. And obviously they always say your network is your net worth. So I think just trying there to learn go. from other people, like I think you know, in my experience, I'd rather learn from other people's mistakes and make my own. And ideally you want to work with people that can get you where you want to go faster, right? Yeah. So you can lean on the experiences of other people. But with that in mind, we're just going to take a really short break for a word from our sponsors. Introducing Honeybee Development Group. Hi, everyone. My name is Alejandra. And I'm Mimi. And together, Alejandra and I lead Honeybee Development Group, where we deliver exceptional results for properties and projects in the development sector. So as co-owner of Honeybee Development Group, I'm here to inspire you. I'm here to give you all the words of encouragement to say, yes, you can do it and start today. Don't wait until tomorrow. Build a strong support system and a network around you. Real estate is not a one person game. It takes a lot of minds to collaborate. So have the right accountants, lawyers, the network of support that can help you and answer your questions so you don't make some very expensive mistakes. Every real estate investor started somewhere. So please visit our website, honeybeedevelopment.com and then let's see where the universe is gonna take you. Just get that first step. Thanks again for following along with this episode of Inspired to Invest. In addition to real estate, investing, and running my own brand experience agency for 18 years, I also published a book, called The Accidental Entrepreneur in October of 2021. This is my story and it chronicles how I turned tragedy into triumph to embrace my destiny in entrepreneurship. If you're interested in picking up a copy, you can find the link at serenahomesrealtor.com and you can also find my link tree with all of the retailers in the details below. Thanks again for your support. Are you interested in taking your real estate investing business to new levels? 
Do you want to be a part of an elite group of real estate investors from across the country? Would you benefit from a network of highly motivated individuals to help you with the resources and accountability you need? Enrollment is now open for Canada's number one real estate investing mastermind, Synergy Mastermind. For more information and to secure one of our remaining spots for Synergy Mastermind, apply now at synergymastermind.ca. Thanks, everybody. Welcome back. Again, we have Zach Willems here, and he's talking to, uh, to us about his breadth of experience when it comes to real estate investing. And before the break, we were talking about lessons. So with lessons in mind, what would you say you would define as the biggest obstacle and the biggest hurdle that you really had to overcome? And you can share like a little bit of a story just so you can shed light on, on that for other people that maybe haven't been there yet. Yeah, I definitely say it starts off with just being young, right? Being young in the industry, going out to these different networking events and being you know, substantially younger than the average person there and having to overcome the challenge of age, really. Right. People are looking at you saying, <laughs> I'm laughing because I resonate with that. I, I had my own business at 23. So we actually use the term account manager instead of, you know, CEO or director or whatever it was for years because we thought no one would take us seriously. <laughs> so I yeah. understand exactly where you're coming from. It's tough, right? There's a lot of different challenges, even talking to lawyers or when I was very young, yeah. calling realtors before I was a realtor. Yeah. They didn't obviously take me seriously. Yeah. Tenants didn't want to take me seriously. Right. So I quickly learned that I'm no longer the landlord. I'm just a property manager. Yeah. Right. That made it <laughs> a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just hired yeah. by the landlord. Right. I'm not yeah. actually the landlord. That made it a lot easier of a, of a relationship with tenants. So I would say that was probably the biggest obstacle overall is really just navigating through this industry that is mostly dominated by older people and very yeah. mature people and being in your early 20s, trying to come across as mature, not a kid who's coming into the space, who's really passionate about it as well. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest obstacle and the biggest way to ever overcome it is just confidence. Yeah. Right? You just have to be confident when you go into those rooms or when you have those conversations with tenants. Education is key because if you have the education, you can talk about things confidently and you know that just pushes out to everybody else where they see you talking about it. And they're like, okay, he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He's not just flying off the seat of his pants. You know, there actually is good education behind it. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Now, that being said, what do you think is the best advice that you've ever been given as a real estate investor? As a real estate investor, I think it goes back to your network is your net worth, right? I think that really is, especially, you know, when you're younger in the business, like you really do have to surround yourself with other people mm -hmm. in your network that are doing bigger, better things that can yeah. kind of shine the light onto these different ways of doing business and help you just scale and grow faster. Right. Yeah. If you if you keep trying to do it yourself or just by YouTube or other things, social media, it's like you're not going to be able to grow to that. <laughs> yeah, the University yeah. of YouTube is great. Trust me, I'm a huge, huge advocate of it. But yeah. you do got to get out there, get in person, go to those investor meetups, meet people, have good conversations, develop deep relationships. Yeah, um, that's obviously by far one of the most important lessons that anybody's ever taught me. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Now, obviously, you've had you know, a lot of experience at this point, what's next for you? <laughs> it's, always, it's always such a good question. I think what's next for me is just continuing to add my travel and real estate interest together. Yeah. Um, so the most recent purchase for myself has been down in Tulum, Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, that is the perfect mesh in my mind of what I love to do the most, which is hot climates, beautiful weather, beautiful cities, yeah. and real estate all together. 
So that was my first international purchase. um, And that's something that I want to continue doing. But also as well here in Ontario, the glamping side of the business, the short-term rental space, hosting beautiful experiences like this. It's all just perfectly aligned with where I love to take my business next, right? The duplexes were fun. The flips are fun. The birds are fun. But I just think about what I actually enjoy the most. And it's definitely in this hospitality short-term rental space. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I'm sure it feels that much more fulfilling, right? Because it's not just, you know, collecting the rent checks anymore. It's these really unique experiences. Um, exactly. So I guess one question I heard recently that I thought was kind of interesting and, you know, it made me kind of think, you know, what does this look like for me? But uh, the question was, what's your freedom number? So when you think about growing your portfolio, when you think like you've made it, like what would that number look like? Yeah, it's tough because I think about two different numbers, right? I think about like, what's the portfolio or like the total net value And then I think about what am I making on a monthly basis? Yeah. Because to me, it's like the financial freedom comes from the monthly revenue coming in. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And the whole portfolio value is great. But, you know, in real estate, a lot of people are equity rich, but they're cash poor. Yeah. Right. And I see that all the time. And to me, that's not financial freedom. So to me, kind of that number in my mind is somewhere around $20,000 a month passively. Mm -hmm. That's without me working. That's if I'm on a beach or if I'm at my office. I'm in Mexico, if I'm in Canada, no matter where I am, that's yeah, what I'm that's making. That's my financial yeah. freedom number. Yeah. Right. The portfolio value is, well, it's so hard to put numbers on that because you could have a thousand units out east or a thousand units in Ontario, and it's completely different in terms of what the actual yeah. value of that is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I find it really interesting because I heard some numbers, you know, even when we had Beardy Brandon on uh, for one of our expert calls, he yeah. said a billion dollars. And it's just like this unfathomable number. But obviously once you gain traction, you start going, it's like, you know, what 10 million could become 50 could become a hundred. And, you know, at that point it becomes more about your legacy and building that generational wealth rather than just the lifestyle. Right. So I think so interesting how it, it kind of unfolds. Um, Now, when you think back to your earlier, earlier life, kind of life before real estate, if you could talk to your younger self, what would you tell him? Yeah. If I could talk to my younger self, I would say, <laughs> yeah, I would say dream big. Hold I would on. Say, yeah. Hold on for the ride. It's going to, it's going to be crazy, but it's going to be really, really beneficial. Um, but I'd say dream big, whatever goals you're writing, 10 X them. Shout out to Grant Cardone, um, but just go bigger, <laughs> bigger with your goals. Right. I want to trademark that. Let's go yeah. bigger with your goals. Cause I'm like, everything I wrote down literally came true, right? Like all those mm-hmm. goals that you wrote down when you first started. They do come true. So if I could just go back, I would just make my goals even bigger. Because I'm yeah. like, if I would have dreamed bigger, maybe my goals would have came true. Right? Yeah, maybe I, I was thinking too small back then. Yeah, I saw a speaker recently and he's like, you know, write your goals down. And then he's like, double them and then take yeah. that again and quadruple it. And just like seeing how big it is, he goes, then you go back to your original goal and it feels so small. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting just when you have that kind of perspective. Um, obviously, yeah. you've done so well with your just everything like in such a short span of time and just given your age and your persistence and stuff like that. Do you have any favorite quotes that really motivate you? I would say there's probably two. The first one is Gary V. He always talks about this and he's always just talks about enjoy the ride or enjoy the process, right? He, He paraphrases it differently, but I just love that idea because we get so busy in real estate, being an agent and an investor there's always things happening, but it's always just about to me now enjoying the process. Yeah. And whatever I'm doing, whether it's just going to meet contractors or whether I'm meeting up with a partner, yeah. it's like, let's make this the most enjoyable outcome as possible, right? Let's have a good time while we're doing it. Sure, things are going to get stressful at times, but if we can think in the back of our minds, how do we make this enjoyable? 
to me, it just makes life so much more fun, right? It makes you have more energy when you wake up and makes you enjoy the whole process, right? It makes you enjoy coming on calls like this and just be grateful for what we've done so far. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Now for anyone that wants to get in touch or maybe they want to stay at one of your short-term rentals, how can people get a hold of you and find you online? Yeah, I'd say for me personally, Instagram's the easiest just to send me a direct message there. Um, It's Zach Wilms, Z-A-C-W-I-L-L-M-S or follow us on our campground page, Grotto Getaway. Um, You can check us out there. We always post all the different things that we're doing. And usually we have some discounts for people that follow us on Instagram. Awesome. And we'll share that in the comments below. And thanks so much for being here today and sharing all your experiences. I think it's important for anyone out there just to see that, you know, it doesn't necessarily take anyone super special or really affluent or that has a lot of money to get started. But I think just getting started can literally change your life and change the life of everyone around you. So for anyone tuning in, thank you so much for being here with us on the Inspired to Invest podcast. Thanks, Serena. Thank you again to our sponsors, Honeybee Development Group, and Synergy Mastermind for bringing you this episode of the Inspired to Invest podcast. The views represented on this podcast are for general information only and does not constitute investment or other professional advice or an offering of securities. The host and guests featured on Inspired to Invest make no representations as to the performance of any particular investment. Should you decide to make an investment, you are responsible for conducting your own review and analysis It is recommended that you obtain independent legal accounting and tax advice from licensed professionals.